This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hey, this is Mega Rand, teacher, rapper, hero, waffle lover. And you're checking out ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Turn it up and share. This week, we get a firestorm of announcements from the latest Nintendo Direct Showcase. Action Arcade Wrestling arrives on a Nintendo Switch. Then, in our final stage, I review Sifu for the PlayStation 5. All this and much more in this edition of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. Select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. to another game-filled and loaded episode of Select Start. I'm your host, Xavier Josiah. We got a beast of an episode to talk about this week. We got Nintendo Director Rundown and talk about a lot of huge news coming out from there. We also have our final stage review of Sifu for the PlayStation 5, and I can't wait to talk about that. It's just hardcore to the bones with that game. So I'm looking forward to talking about that game. But before we get to any of that, got to let it out. Got to give a big huge happy birthday to the love of my life esther my wife today is her birthday and um i am happy this is one of my favorite holidays of the year (laughs) so i am happy to celebrate this with her we're gonna go out it's japanese barbecue tonight wagyu beef all the way i'm looking forward to it it's gonna be awesome and um not only that but i also want to give a huge thank you to the return of Mega Rand coming back on a show for Talk Time Live exclusive. Uh, this week, uh, we got a chance to talk about his new memoir, and it's awesome. I highly recommend it. Any of you who are fans of Mega Rand, who is the voice of the Talk, to- uh, Talk Time Live main show, the Prime show that you hear every day, the theme song that you hear every day. And you'll be, if you're a wrestler fan, you'll be hearing them quite more on AEW as they have a new compilation album coming out called. Uh, we uh, who we are and they will be using and they are using his theme music for AEW Revolution right now so the pay-per-view is coming up soon so he's going to be rocking out on that again that like that's their official theme music now apparently so they, they're using it over and over again which is awesome and uh it's got to be an honor to do so he's worked with WWE and he's worked with AEW and many other you know uh promotions and wrestling he's a big wrestler fan of course and um we talk about all that in the interview if you haven't heard it already we talk about his memoirs we talk about old times in philly um we get down to a lot of things and uh his new album live 95 which i'm gonna tell the truth right now actually i got his music on spotify i never used spotify but i got the album on spotify and i listened to his album and what i didn't know is that spotify adds other songs to the album 
because it's a mix and i do have more than one you know of his songs on there so i didn't know that they mix and match the song so there were some things that i you know um songs that i mentioned that weren't on the album and it was like all right but i just edit that out it's fine but i did hear it and i you gotta if you didn't hear live 95 go out of ua check it out it's dope um if you're an nba fan you gotta love it like mugsy bugs tim hardaway is in there mckembe matumbo you know endorses the album too is a i mean this dude went all out. even the dude from nba jam is on air and like he talks about that on the interview too so you know go check out the interview go check out live 95 because it's, it's really dope and then go out of your way to buy the book it's available on amazon it's available on, on uh kindle audible as well as hardcover and paperback as well like you will be able to relate to this uh book in so many ways not just you know for people in philly but just people who grew up in this area but also you'll learn about a lot about philly too because he chronicles a lot about the history of um the city as well and everything that went down during the times that we were growing up so it was it's awesome interview always great to have him and it's an honor to actually have him grace my show with that theme song that you hear every week so uh, bless the brother <laughs> he's in, he's just an awesome dude so um all right let's get down to business the first order of news that we're going to talk about is nintendo direct rundown i'm going to go to ig it, there's a lot of stuff there's a lot to it i'm going to go to ign's uh page to run down the list now i'm not going it's not going in an exact order because for some reason ign likes to get the the, the last bit of news first in here so they promoted they talked about xeno um blade chronicles which was the secret announcement at the end of the uh showcase uh xeno xeno blade chronicles 3 is coming out it's announced for september 2022 this year um very awesome i you look i've re i reviewed chronicles 2 there was things i liked about it but for the most part i was not a fan of the the combat system and and and, and the, the clay mechanics of that i wasn't the battle system and the, and the control scheme i just wasn't a fan of it but i did like the art style i did like the open world free roman type of feel to it um it's a beautiful looking game but when it came down to it i just was not a fan of the whole entire experience with it and i hope that this time around i want to see them like for those who do like xenoverse xenoverse chronicles i'll give um my dude craig from um the acmg facebook group a shout out because he loves xenoverse chronicles and there's a lot to love there's a lot to love from a action role-playing game aspect or an open world aspect there is a lot to love the characters are really actually well done the story for for the most part i actually enjoyed but when it just came down to that that combat system i just wasn't a fan of it it was kind of like world of warcraft almost kind of sort of um or moba like sort of but it, I didn't like the fact that I wasn't able to control the attacks. Like I, I had to get near them to attack. So it, that just wasn't my cup of tea. And it's just, that's a me thing. That has nothing to do with the saying that the game is bad by any stretch, because it's not. It's a very popular series uh, with or without me. But for me, I'd rather have an action role playing thing. And if I were them, I would actually implement two play styles in here and i i wouldn't i would love to play this game as an action rpg and not actually as a um not actually as the way that they want to play it and i respect that they want to do it that way but man there's some other i guarantee you there's some other people 
and and other people other type of gamers who want to enjoy this game in a different format much like they did with um final fantasy 7 remake you know they cater to the people and 15 they cater to the people who like the traditional way but there was also the people who like the action role-playing way that's me <laughs> i enjoy those games equally as much as other people but in a different fashion i hope xenoblade chronicles does the same thing too and not stick to their laurels of just you know going with the same situation you know just branch out a bit with this one it looks beautiful for what it's worth the story looks uh enchanting if you will and uh yeah it's, it's coming in this year so that's awesome uh mario kart deluxe gets a uh, 48 new tracks for it's basically a paid dlc and they should pay it that's a lot of tracks and it's all stemming from every single uh every single mario kart game ever and they're doing it they're pretty much doing the same thing that mario party uh is doing mario party's scheduled to come out with different boards for every game uh for every mario uh party that they ever did this is the same thing but this is going to be a paid one it's going to be the cost of this is going to be 24.99 um it will also be free to all members of nintendo switch online plus expansion so uh you got that option as well or you can pay it separately so that's i'm looking for i actually am looking forward to playing something new because i i stopped playing mario kart a long time ago there's really not much to it other than just racing and different tracks i wanted them to have a little bit more with that game but they didn't and it was just the same mario kart that i always played you're going around a track you're playing a track it's fun it's more of a this is more of a fun game to play with other people this is not a you know single player a good single player experience to be honest but it is a fun game nonetheless it's even more fun when you got people with you the biggest the, the one of the big things that i'm looking forward to it was the first thing that they announced in the nintendo direct showcase and that was fire emblem warriors three hopes which is the follow-up to their dynasty warrior uh style game that they had before this is a sequel but this is based on the three houses game that just came out and i really need to still get that i think the problem is is that i got um i just i got another uh real-time strategy game that or tactical strategy game whatever you want to call it that i'm still playing like this thing's never ending super robot wars is just never freaking ending and it's like if i fall into fire emblem now i'm gonna have to dedicate all that time to another real-time strategy game that's really deep in content but it's one of it's one of my favorite rts games that ever has come that ever come out i used to buy it a lot when it uh back in the ds and the 3ds and everything and just to see it evolve the way it did and in terms of uh just you know presentation and visuals it, it's beautiful and this looks no different but this is right up my alley this is like a hack and slash type of Musa, uh, Muso uh, type of style game. So I'm looking forward to this. It looks stunning. I, I can't wait. Another game that I've never got a chance to play, but I am extremely looking forward to playing is Mario Strikers Battle League, uh, which is now going to be like a five versus five uh, soccer action game, but it's also going to have single player as well. Mario Strikers is a game that I think came out during the Wii or the Wii U but I never went out to get it. Or was it the GameCube? I'm not sure, but uh, it was one of those times, but I never went and got it. And I actually liked the concept. If you play Captain Tsubasu, uh, which is one of my all time favorite, you know, over the top 
sports uh, games. Um, this is kind of going to be up the alley. This is going to be kind of rivaling Captain Tsubasa. I don't know to win him because they're going to, like Captain Tsubasa, Mario and all the characters are going to have like these over the top, you know, soccer kick moves and all this stuff that are going to, uh, you know, project tornadoes and, and beams and all this stuff when they kick. This is going to do the same thing. So Captain Tsubasa is pretty, pretty deep and dope the way that they put their presentation together and they gave it a real sports feel this one is going to go about it sort of like that but in a different way and then on top of that mario and the team are going to have customizations in their um in their uniforms and armor and everything they're going to be wearing armor and such so there's going to be some interesting elements in here and i'm looking forward to this It's coming out june 10th 2022 i always love the fact that whenever we get a nintendo direct that they always provide dates like it, it's for the most part, majority of the games that they have on air, especially when they're actual Nintendo games, first party games, they're always actual dates to the releases. Like they're guaranteed going to come out and they never, I, it's rare to see a Nintendo game get delayed. It's really rare uh, to see that. I think Animal Crossing is the only rare one that really got delayed um, a while back, but that was it. Other than that, it's like, everything else normally comes out exactly when they say it, it comes out I, there was never any problems with that so chronos cross is getting remastered there's a lot of people who love that game from back in the day and um it's getting a remaster it's coming out april 7 2022 like it's counting down for this one so an, an enhanced soundtrack is going to be involved in this uh you know new visuals a new presentation is going to be involved and the one thing i do like about this is that you get to turn off the uh you get to turn off the option to turn off uh action sequences whenever you go into the field i forgot what they call it really but it's like when you go into the field and then you're constantly getting annoyed and swarmed by different people wanting to fight you so now you get to control the aspect of that so if you want to start fighting people to level up you can if you don't and just want to you know progress through the next part of the game in the story of the game you could just do that now i would say you it'll control it but i would always suggest when it because final fantasy 7 has that too you kind of want to level up eventually so you're gonna have to do it but at least it's under your control and you're if you want to just transition over to another spot you could do that so i think that's pretty cool right there um something that i here's something that i thought that they really should have done already <laughs> i didn't know I, I you know when i when i saw this announcement it's like you know something they probably should have did from the jump when uh the switch came out nintendo switch sports has been announced and this is a take on the wii sports uh games from back then and wii sports games was one of, believe it or not was one of the biggest attractions to the nintendo wii like this was like what they how they marketed this thing was genius in a sense that they tar their target audience wasn't just kids it was adults and not only just adults but seniors senior citizens would would be playing wee bowling in any of the other sports still because there was the the theme of this was to keep people active and i used to when i used to work for the alzheimer's association we had what was called a rec center and the rec center was to you know help early onset you know people or people with early onset dementia keep active because part of the you know stabilizing dementia sort of kind of is to keep active and exercising you know to try to prolong the the um the the uh 
evolvement of the stages that they're in. So we bowling like the Wii Sports was really great for that. And we actually at the time got a Wii, uh, a Nintendo Wii to play in there. And it was pretty it was pretty dope. And then also, uh, you know, retirement homes would have Wii's in there, too. You know, it was a great way for people to keep active and a lot of people. So for the first time, the gaming industry integrated a, a, a older demographic to this. And that was never done before by not by Nintendo, not by PlayStation, not by, you know, Xbox because they're catering to the young crowd. But Nintendo found a way to get into that niche crowd and they can do that again with this. So this is the part that's so awesome about Nintendo. And I find myself like I love PlayStation. But I admire what Nintendo has been doing for years. And I I'd really, it's just really appreciated. By the way, I actually just purchased on Amazon. Uh, uh, you know, I upon learning about um, with, with how long Nintendo has been around, I've been around for like over a hundred, way over a hundred years. And Nintendo started off as a company that made playing cards. So the playing cards, the, uh, the, I believe they're called Fruit, um, Fruit of Horror cards. And they still sell these cards. Unbeknownst to a lot of people, they still sell these cards. And I managed to just, in, in honor of this, and, and just, you know, as common knowledge to, you know, talk about how awesome this is and where they started from i got a pair of mario style cards that i got in my in my hand right now and they're a bunch of just hard plastic cards i don't know how you would play this game or if they're even worth playing i gotta look up the history of fudahara if i'm even pronouncing that right yeah um, i believe the, the term is fudahara cards and um no, it's Hanafuda. I'm sorry. There it is. Um, they're called Hanafuda cards. And these are cards that were used, you know, early, early, you know, centuries in Japan. And Nintendo produced these cards back then. Not as Mario. They didn't do the whole Mario thing until the 80s. But they've been around for over 100 in like at least over 120 years, 123 years to be exact. Um, so they started off playing those cards or creating those cards and then down the line they started making to uh, toy lines and they now after that they actually went and became what we know today as a video game company but they still sell these hanafuda cards so it's really awesome i picked up a, um, a pack and i have them right here they're really small and, and again uh, the hanafuda cards if you guys know what they are if you played there are certain games that actually has uh, hot and fruited cards in there, but I can tell you it's easy. Samurai Showdown. You know, uh, Genjiro, uh, Genjiro actually, ha you know, uses that whenever he slices somebody down, you see those uh, hot and fruited cards up. That's exactly what these are. And they, this is a Mario themed version, a Super Mario themed version of it, too. It has, you know, pictures of Mario and Peach and all the, and all the characters in here. But in this you know, um, and it's really distinct Hanafuda uh, style too. It, it's available on uh, in Amazon, like $25.99 for these. It's just a really cool thing to have. You know, just, you know, if you're a fan of Nintendo, if you're a fan of gaming history, and just, I think it's just an awesome thing that one, they lasted, they've been around for that long. And two, this is where they started. So I just picked up, you know, cause lo and behold, I am a, I am, every day I learn about Nintendo, I become a, a bigger fan of Nintendo. 
<laughs> you know, it's just it's just what it is. Um, they 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 don't sweat anything. They've been around forever. <laughs> so, I mean, talk about I mean these huge acquisitions and everything. I really, especially after this, I don't think there's a worry about it at all. But I digress. So, Nintendo is coming out with um, this, and it's I believe February. Uh, there, there's a beta test on february 18th to the 20th so if you want to check it out you could definitely do it there but their release date for it is going to be april 29th 2022 so get ready it's coming if you're a fan of wii sports before this is going to be better and i love the way the new character looks the new uh the me characters look they look beautifully done um so i'm looking for i actually am excited about this, this is going to be awesome triangle strategy is also coming uh very soon and before that they're getting they're giving you another free demo this one which you could carry over to the uh to the full game you get to try out chapters one through three the third chapter has been added on too so if you've already played the other ones the third chapter is now here so now you're playing you know three chapters for free and all that experience you'll transfer over to the full game when it goes there but uh, March 4th will be the time when this thing will be released and it looks awesome again it's one of those games that I think is just beautiful but I probably would never play because it's a JRPG game and you know the turn base I, I can only do but so much turn base now I'm trying to accept turn base but I you know it's going to be a while it's, it's going to take a lot for me to really be a huge turn base RPG fan from there so remakes of Front Mission and Front Mission 2 have been announced as well uh, no date for that is coming, but that looks awesome as well. Uh, the one thing I wasn't looking forward to or wasn't excited about was Splatoon 3, but they're getting uh, a new expansion called New Salmon Run mode, which is which has been revealed is coming to summer 2022 for those who do like Splatoon and there are people who like Splatoon. Just not my cup of tea again, but the, this was huge. Um, this announcement got me right back on the wagon, so to speak. <laughs> Metroid Dread, the wonderful people at Nintendo decided, I don't know what led to this, but Metroid Dread got a free update. And this is a big update. And there's gonna be another one coming soon. The update adds two new difficulty levels. One called Dread Mode and the other Rookie Mode. I immediately jumped back on this game. Now, of course, I already beat the game on its normal setting. And I was like, you know, I really did wish that they kind of toned it down just a bit. And there are people who also think that they want a bigger challenge. Well, we they and once again, they cater to everybody here. I love them for it. Rookie mode tones down the uh, the difficulty level really to a uh, significant amount. I'm now going back into the game and I find myself running running through this game a lot faster than I did before. I feel like the, the, this is the equal um, equivalent difficulty level of a Mario game now where it is challenging, but is not too challenging. Um, you'll still find yourself losing from time to time, maybe especially to the Emmys. But I will tell you this when I was playing it, they really did tone it down because I found myself deflecting Emmys way easier than I did before. Like I don't get them all the time, but I know I can time it better now to the point that, um, to a point that like, 
I can really see when they're going to try to attack me when they grab me and I can deflect away and just go away. It's actually a little bit more fun to deal with the Emmys. Like when I first played Metroid and when a lot of people first played Metroid and people still hate the Emmys because they're the creepiest, scariest threats in almost video game in modern video game history. So now I don't feel so afraid to approach them now, but just having them chase me around still up until I get to the uh, to the council point where I can take down the, um, the main computer to take him out. It's still it's still a little scary. It still reminds me of like the old um, Friday the 13th NES game from back in the day. But when you do get them, you do have a better and more fighting chance to deflect and get away from them now. If you time it right, because I think they slowed it down just a little bit enough to catch it and boom. But it's still not perfect. Like I, I, I like that aspect. It doesn't have to be perfect, but enough to give me a fighting chance to say like, boom, I could get away from them and jump off. So I'm enjoying it much more than I did the first time around. But I am getting I'm running right through these things way more than I did. And I feel like it's just a tad bit more enjoyable now with rookie mode. And I feel like I can enjoy it now because I already went through the game the first time in it's normal mode. For those who want more uh, more of a challenge, you got dread mode. Dread mode, you want it, you ask for it. You get hit once you're done. So these are for the like the speed runners who um, you know who really like the competition of it. And that's really interesting. I would love to see somebody, you know you're gonna see somebody on YouTube go through dread mode and go through the whole entire thing. That's gonna be crazy. They did it because, you know, and I love it because they want people, I guess they finally had a, a meeting. They say like, we want people to really enjoy this game, you know, for the story aspect. So we're gonna tone it down for them. But for those who don't care and want that challenge, we're gonna do it for them. And then here's another one. Another free update is coming later, uh, later on down the line this year. And we're getting a boss rush mode. So we're getting that whole entire thing as well. So I'm looking forward to that. So I, I'm, thank you Nintendo for actually listening to your fans. I really appreciate that. It's awesome. And I now love this game even more than I did the first time. Okay. So I think they, they were like, you know, they proved their worth. They got through the game. Let's give them, let's give them some uh, incentives for it. And these are great incentives. So thank you on that note. But I'm replaying this game all over again and enjoying this game all over again with that. Um, Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. Uh, they showed a little bit more of what we're going to be uh, of what we uh, what they will have in store, I should say. By giving us mouthful mode, which Kirby can apparently eat a car and become a car or a vending machine in here. So uh, this game looks awesome. I, I, I've never really got into a Kirby game before, but this may be the one I get into and fully enjoy. So I most likely will be getting this coming out March 25th. Um, there's a lot of good games coming out, man. And if you're a Nintendo Switch Online subscriber, you're going to enjoy this. Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings will be added to the Nintendo Switch Online library very soon. Um, this is awesome. Like, this game is, is hardcore to the NES fans. And the fact that it's going to, that both going to be on Switch and you get to play NES on air, that's pretty cool. And it is actually, it's available right now. This is one of those other things I love about Nintendo Switch, where they actually have games uh, announced. A lot of them are premiering day of. So uh, this is awesome. So you get to check it out now there. Um, Advance Wars is a game near and dear to me. You talk about RTS games. This was one of the first RTS games that I really played and enjoyed back in the old 3DS um, era. And actually, not just the 3DS era, the Game Boy Advance era, if I'm correct. 
Game Boy Advance, I believe, had it too. So, you know, this game was so much fun. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and now it's being revamped and remastered and coming back. Uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp will launch on April 8th. Now, it's this was another game that was also being delayed um, due to circumstances called the pandemic, possibly. But it's coming out. They finally got it in gear. Uh, we got to see a little bit more from it, and it looks absolutely fantastic. And they also announced that this one, this version, will now have voice actors in there now. So they got voice, they got fully voiced um, lines in here and everything in there. So I'm even more excited about this. I love that. So it's coming out April 8th and uh, I, I'll be, I would be um, remiss if I didn't get that game and enjoy it. Another game that only a hardcore group of people ever played. And I'll say hardcore, you know, hardcore gamers, the gamers that like myself who would buy imported games or emulate games this is one that is finally hitting the states live alive will be coming to the west for the first time ever in 2022 in fact it is coming july 22nd this is a jrpg game that uh, people have played before and it's really awesome it really has the octopath traveler type of vibe um actually Oct octopath traveler probably has this vibe because this was one of the originals to come out in this fashion in terms of the presentation of art style so um apparently this game will let you follow seven protagonists or you know heroes and you can choose to follow their paths in any way so you'll have you know you can change the narrative of the story throughout the whole entire thing it's really deep from what i heard uh so you'll get to enjoy that this one i was really taken back and surprised and i thought it was pretty awesome this is one of the things I was taken back. <laughs> it was excited for people to have played this game. Portal 1 and 2 will be released on the Nintendo Switch later this year. This is awesome. Like, Portal is legend. <laughs> Portal is legend. So it's getting, you know, a total port. You'll get, it's, it's uh, the Campania Collection is what they call it. You get 1 and 2 all together. It's an offline game. It's not cloud, thank God. So it's going to be on air and it's going to be uh, coming out later this year. So fans will get to look out for that they showed um some footage of mlb uh the show 22 gameplay footage revealed in there so that's coming out uh actually this should be coming out very shortly that i saw that on the list of the eShop. it's uh within the next probably next week i believe it's coming out okay we just talked about this recently because i talked about star wars the jedi fallen order and how much i don't enjoy the game as much as this next game that I am extremely happy that they are bringing back. Star Wars The Force Unleashed returns for the Nintendo Switch. I am I am blown away of the fact that they're bringing this back um, because we just talked about this and, they, and apparently according to Wikilore that this game is not canon to the Star Wars universe, yet for some reason they're bringing this back out. I really am happy that they're bringing this back out. Um, courtesy of Asper, and um, this is apparently a take on the Nintendo uh, GameCube version that was out a while back, but it's gonna be a little bit revamped. It looks great. Um, I'm sure, I'm hoping that it's gonna be fine too, because remember, I just said I played that game on the, Ninten on the uh, PlayStation Now just to you know 
get an under get just to get a feel of what i enjoyed before in comparison to jedi fallen order i still enjoyed that game i still really much enjoyed the game and now that this coming to the nintendo switch i can't believe does this mean it is canon now because they're you know they're allowing this to be played again i really need this to be canon again i really star killer is one of my all-time favorite star wars characters and the fact that he apparently quote unquote doesn't exist upsets me but the fact that they're bringing this back out i gotta believe that in some ways that this is canon I hate using that word canon, but in this case, it's warranted. <laughs> uh, so it is to arrive April 20th, 2022, and will be only $19.99. It's already up for pre-order on the um, on the eShop right now. I've already locked. It does, I love this game. It talk, I, I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan, but that game, it was dope. <laughs> you, you know, Star Wars with a God of War spin to it. I am all for that. So, uh, and then also they did announce too that, you know, because this is based on a Wii version that they're using the Joy-Cons in the same fashion that you did with the, um, with the Nintendo Wii version. So you'll be able to use motion control, you know, mechanisms in there too. So I'm pretty sure they're going to tighten that up and it's going to work really well with that, but I'm going to be on handheld with that one, of course, and enjoy all of it. Uh, this was an interesting next uh, game that they announced too. Disney Speedstorm Racing uh, is coming to the Switch. It's going to be a racing game based on Disney and Pixar characters. What I'm intrigued about uh, with this game is that basically the people behind this game are the same people who did the Asphalt games. And of all the free-to-play mobile games that I've ever enjoyed, Asphalt was one of the one of my favorites it's a racing game that basically it's a it's a racing game but you you the basic premise of the game is that you're trying to crash people you're trying to run in like it, it's balls to the wall it's like over the totally over the top racing game um you play as you race in a car but you're also kind of a projectile because then once you start going full throttle you can run into every car if you're going like mock speed and knocking them out of the way just to get ahead so i'm wondering how this is going to go they only had they only showed um like b clips of this they didn't show actual gameplay footage of it but i'm you know if the guys at asphalt did it i'm really kind of excited about this um they're known for really making they've been making asphalt games for years so um you know you just paint it with a coat of disney and pixar i think they'll do fine with this i, I you know i truly believe so i'm looking forward to that Fans of No Man's Sky who wanted their um, their experience on the Nintendo Switch, you got it. It's coming summer of 2022. This long-running game has a, a an incredible history of being a really bad game at one point, and then just you know going full turn, you know 180, and becoming a really good game. So, um, kudos to them. It's coming onto the Switch. I am looking forward to that. Kelowna or, or Klonoa. Uh, Door of uh, Phantom Mill and uh, Klonoa 2 is coming to the Switch as well. This is a game I never played, but I always wanted to play. Uh, this is one of those like um, mascot characters like Sonic and, and Mario and all that stuff and um, that I never played before. I don't know if it's be for the fact that it's, I don't know, was it an uh, import game or did they actually have this in America? I forgot. 
but I've seen this character, you know, many times before in 2D form and whatnot, dating back to like the PlayStation 2 and all uh, and all that. But now they're, they're going to be coming out with uh, these games on to the Nintendo Switch, and it's coming July 8th. So I may actually pick this up. It looks pretty cool. Uh, ta- what is this? Taku, uh, Taiko no uh, Tatsujin Rhythm Festival Drum onto the Nintendo. Oh, this is the rhythm based game that's coming out, and they're coming out. Um, with uh, in 2000 this year it's going to have a legend of zelda version of that too so get ready for that cuphead the delicious last course paid dlc will be joining the switch on june 30th i will not be getting this game even though i appreciate this game but you i've already talked about how i love to hate this game it's an awesome game that i can't stand playing just put up just keep it at that so but it's coming for those fans who who doesn't mind get annoyed or have a you know has a threshold of of tolerance for extremely hard games that's not me so assassin's creed the Ezio collection sneaks on up uh, or comes its way i'm reading off of ign uh comes its way to the nintendo switch next week february 17th is coming out um it looks like this is not a cloud version and i'm happy that this is not a cloud version because it doesn't need to be nintendo can fit big games onto their platform they just don't okay like this is why i'm not getting kingdom hearts you know uh the the cloud version i just can't kingdom hearts 1.5 should be able to fit in the nintendo switch kingdom hearts even kingdom hearts 2 should be able to fit in the nintendo switch kingdom hearts 3 i'm not really sure but I, I gotta look back i believe that was a really big game in terms of um memory space that it holds up but even still i i got games that are like 30 at least no more than 30 gigs high and it, it works perfectly I, I i can't do it like guardians of the galaxy is the only game i've ever uh played because i wanted to see how the cloud-based system works and for what it was for what it's worth it did work really well um square enix is just hanging on to this type of situation uh, you know more power to them i'm not dealing with it even if gear even if they would put final fantasy 15 or final fantasy 7 remake on the switch as a cloud base i'm not doing it because the whole point of me having a nintendo switch is to play games on the go and if i can't play if i'm on a train ride or whatever like there or airplane ride and i can't play this game because i need online you know access and a high and a, and a uh, strong bandwidth i'm not doing it man i i just can't it, that's to me and then they charge you they charge you the same amount of money for that to me that's no that's not cool i'm not digging that so i'm 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 out of that i'm no longer doing cloud versions at all so um i was extremely happy with this announcement nintendo's finally getting a gundam game on their damn system <laughs> gundam uh what, what is this called um stop uh, sd uh gundam battle alliance is coming out and basically this is sd means super deform so it's going to be like the miniature version of Gundam. I don't care. It's a Gundam game. I want to play. And lo and behold, I do have some uh, SD Gundam, you know, figures on my shelf in my office here. So I'm all for this. Anything Gundam is awesome. It's an action role playing game, too. And uh, RPG battle, uh, you know, type of game. So I am all for this. Um, you can enhance them, with, you know, and customize them with different suits and parts to improve their powers too. This is going to be a game I'm going to I'm going to enjoy. They didn't have a release date for this yet, but I am very much excited about this. Getsu Fumiden 
uh, on, on Dying Moon. Uh, it's going to be a roguelike uh, game coming out. Uh, with, again, no announcements for this is coming out, but the rest of the games that were announced as well is <laughs> a Lego Brawlers, which is they're going to be their uh, Super Smash Brothers take, but it's going to be, I think the cool part about this, I'm not going to invest in this, but the cool part about this is that uh, you, you'll be able to, I guess, customize your own you know character, you know, a la Legos and all that stuff and do have different themes and such in there. It's a good thing, but it's not going to be Smash. It's not going to be Smash by the, by the stretch. I here's a game that I said when I reviewed this on this show a while back. I knew because of how much it was, you know, the, the memory capacity of it. I knew this game was going to eventually come to the Nintendo Switch and they announced it. Demon Slayer commit uh, Kimitsu no Yabu Yaba. Uh, the Hina, um, the Hino Kama Chronicles is coming June 10th on the Nintendo Switch. I think it was only like less than like seven gigs. And I was like, oh, that's definitely going to be able to hit the switch because it's made by, you know, it's made by um, CyberConnect2, which is the same company that made the Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm series, which are all versions are on the Nintendo Switch. One through four are on Nintendo Switch right now. So it was a no brainer, even though it's not by Bandai Namco, it's by Sega this time. It's a no brainer that this game would make it onto the switch so it's coming june 10th um I, you know granted i gave this a, a a low grade because i felt like they could have done a little bit more in terms of um characters and everything but they to their credit they did provide more characters more playable characters to the game now so it is a little bit more filling than it was before but i don't know and i don't know if they're going to add more than that than what they have now but by the time they get to that, all the characters will be in there. And I guarantee you, all of them, it, it, there's no, um, I'd be surprised. Now, granted, again, it's, it's Sega and our Bandai Namco. So I would be surprised if they would actually um, not just group everything all in one, you know, for one price there. So you got that. Two Point Campus comes May 17th and Zombie Army 4 comes April 26th. And that was all of the, the announcements that they had in there. But again great once again another great nintendo direct and this is the reason why again i say the nintendo is not flinching there's no flinch when it comes to you know worrying about whether what, what xbox is doing or what playstation is doing like there's a reason why these guys have been around for over a century okay so they will be okay in, in the midst of all this so these huge acquisitions it, it is what it is. Let's, they're only they're fighting amongst themselves at this point. So, all right, let's talk about some other news before we get down to talking about the final or we step into the final stage, if you will. Uh, I got a chance to play Action Arcade Wrestling, which is now on the Switch. It was a previously a mobile game uh, that was geared towards the, I guess now defunct promotion known as Jakar, which was a Philadelphia-based promotion. Um, by a um, ah, what is this? Mike Quackenbush was the name of the promoter. He was a, he's a wrestler, and he was the creator and founder and promoter of Chikara. Now, due to controversy and scandal, meaning uh, some sexual misconduct uh, situations, on the promoter, Chikara is no longer, unfortunately, due to those circumstances, um, which is 
absolutely sad because uh, everybody that I've known that has went to that went to a, a Chikara show has said that it was a lot of fun. It was great, and it 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 once had a lot of um, wrestling talent that you see today, like Chikara, um, Cesaro, uh, Claudio Castagnoli, which is which used to be his name. He was on there. Um, a lot of the AEW stars that you see today, um, Orange Cassidy. I believe used to be called fire Ant, or he was one of the um the masked characters who played like fire Ant or whatever there was a bunch of different ants in there and, and this was a company this was a uh this was a company that you know wasn't really taking itself seriously it was more comic book based so a lot of the characters a lot of the presentation was very comic booky and the characters and the wrestlers that they had were comic booky because they all wore masks it was a very luchador like type of thing um you know that they took and it was really good but you know unfortunately and they were it, the the um the next thing that they were doing was coming out with their own wrestling game which came out on mobile and what happened was now that they're defunct this game can't come out well the previous uh person who put it together you know decided to change and to rebrand it and now it's aaw so now it's just a bunch of generic characters that you have in there and it's just, it basically what it is it's it's a good game it's not a great game because one it's not enough filling to the game basically what the game has is it's not even arcade mode it's just a um it's just a bunch of you know modes like from you know you got um match just match types basically there's no arcade mode there's no story mode there's no um you know gm mode or whatever like that or universe mode or whatever so it's just just match types that's it so it, it's it's not as filling as much like if, if you compare this to retromania wrestling retromania wrestling may lack the 3d look or it, it as well as the creative you know sweet features that it has but it has way more depth than that of um aaw in a sense that like they have a story mode they have an arcade mode and then on top of that they have these uh separate you know single player you know match type modes that you can play just separately this one just has that i would have loved it at least they had an arcade mode on there that would have made it a lot more a lot better um i mentioned that they have a created suite in there too it's really cool but it's uh, it's really complex and basically you could tell from this game it's it's well done but it, it's let's say like it, it's it's a student grade video game and i say student grade because it's working around some some aspects like it's very and it's kind of transparent for at least for me like their creative suite mode is something that you can't do in game it's something that you have to do if you own a pc so the part that i was in you know i i was like all right let me just try this one i'm not a fan of being on my computer full time because i don't know if you've ever played a wrestling game or any game that has creative suites in there but it takes a very long time it takes a little like hours sometimes to put together a character and really be in, in you know with the intricate details and additions and, and customizations you know i go even further like i design stuff on like on um my vector you know design you know uh apps and programs and then, impl and then import them 
or upload them onto the game. So there's a lot of attention to detail that goes into these Creative Suite games. And I mean, I did it for all the 2K games, you know, uh, back in the day, and you know, I have it now. So, but the, the great part about it is that everything was in game. The Creative Suite was in game. This one, you have, they have a lab on a website that you can upload to stuff and you can create your character on this, on this, um, on, on Steam actually, which means you have to have a PC in order to do it. If you don't own a PC and you're playing this game, you kind of, you know, you kind of asked out, unfortunately. Um, I, you know, this is the part, it was just like, to me, this is that the, the process is very tedious and that level of tedium can really ward me off it you know like I, I love creating characters and i love having it but i have to go into onto my computer into my office and then you know play the game upon doing that and all the stuff it's you know there's some people who are going to you know do that and there's other people's like no nah, i got too much to do in my life to waste my time doing that much built into this game and all you're doing is just playing them in a game the other part about it is while the like the the combat system and the control scheme is okay it's not completely fluid um the targeting system is not that good uh i would love for them to have a much better targeting system because they're some of the move sets that they have in there it's it's more dedicated to 2d type of fighting and then there's some of three 3d so if you're trying to hit somebody you're you're in a, it looks like you're in a 2d plane but if you're trying to grapple somebody, you can't because you're in a 2D plane and you got to be in the same plane as the other character. There's no eight way direction or whatever like that, that you can try to grab somebody at the time like you do with the Aki Engine game or a Yuke's game uh, to that end or a 2K game or whatever. Um, you don't have that option to do. They don't provide that. So I don't know how many people are in that development company that they're in. I'm pretty sure it's an indie game. So it's like probably maybe one to five people at best. And I had to tell this to somebody on, on social media because they were saying like how Retromania Wrestling, you know, they got an update coming uh, for Retromania uh, Wrestling, RetroSolve Games uh, Studios, I should say. They got an update coming for Retro uh, for Retromania uh, Wrestling. However, it is taking a bit of time and a lot of it has to do with the fact that there's only a few people working in the industry. They don't have a department. And Mike Herman, he's mentioned before how he has to, you know, tr keep finding people to keep doing coding and all this stuff and just to get the, the next installment in. So it's uh, it, it takes a while and it, it's hard, man. People don't understand. It, it takes a lot to do. They, these guys work diligently to do it. And I get it. The same here. Um, there probably wasn't too many people, you know, being able to do it. And, and also, it looks like I think that they were trying to. It, it looks like they a lot of things were in in this process rush like if they put in a little bit more time for a uh, for action arcade wrestling they can really do a lot of this thing has potential to be a lot better of a game a much better game um and they can add more and i hope that they do but right now it feels like a a giant beta test right now it, it just looks like an, an incomplete game to me um i would i would love to see a lot more because it, it really does have a lot to offer but it, it it's just not there it, it just you know fill the basket up with this one uh, and i hope that they do i hope that in time that they do it's been out for a while they rebranded it i really hope that they do something with this game because i um i think there, there's a lot to offer um but right now i think retro mania wrestling is still the best wrestling game out right now uh right that we have to offer 
WWE two, uh, 2K22 is coming out. Um, good luck with that because I'm not getting that game at all. I'm I think I'm done with 2K games with 2K wrestling games right now. Unless look, I, I said it before. I need to see a bunch of reviews for this one. I normally don't listen. I read reviews until I finish reviewing the game. But in this case, this is different because I've dealt with 2K games for way too long. There has to be major reviews that gives it damn near a 10, if not a 10 for me to say, oh, OK, I got to I got to definitely check this out. Like, first of all, I have not followed the WWE brand in like forever. So I like a lot of the new wrestlers that they have in there. I won't even recognize. <laughs> OK, I will have not a clue of who they are right now because I haven't watched any of this. Um, so that's one thing too. My experience with the last 2020 game that they had, and then on top of that, Battleground. I I'm I'm done. And then if they start doing the the, the loot crate stuff too, I'm done with that. I hope like I no no. There's no need for loot crating in any of these wrestling games. None. DLC is enough. Loot crating and microtransactions. I'm done. I am so done with this. So right now my top wrestling game is Retromania wrestling. Like that's not perfect. There's still some, you know, fixes and patches that needs to be up with that game. But for the, for what it's worth, it is still a very fun game to play and very easy and pick up to play too. Uh, so if you were to give me a, you know, a recommendation, I would definitely say if, if you don't own a GameCube or a, um, or a 60 uh and nintendo 64 i would definitely say get retromania wrestling right now it is the in terms of you know just wrestling enjoyment it is a really fun game to play in there so but this one i'm hoping that they add more to it i really do i i hope it doesn't just hang on the laurels because this is just again this is an incomplete game to me so people may like it because of the creative factor but it needs more but i can tell you this it plays better than empire wrestling I do enjoy it much better than Empire Wrestling. Empire Wrestling is just atrocious. MD Dickey, I'm sorry. I know you you did a lot and put a lot into that game. And uh, some a lot of elements that I wish that this game had. But you can't. No, there's no way. You should have evolved that game ages ago. So there's no excuse for that. You're, you're putting in the same game and not evolving it at all. I can't work with that either i can't give credit for that game at all it's it's like i, I need mdm dickey to work with the people who put together a, a, a um aew to make a better 3d wrestling game because i think if you combine the two together md dickey with his um with his uh gm mode emulate emulations and this company with their with their visuals and and, and um a control scheme which is a little bit better in a sense i think they will make the awesome game but md dicky i think just does everything on his own and i you could this dude needs help <laughs> he needs way more help he needs find to find some developers much like mike herman did to he to create something because he again him too he has something to offer too in terms of um a wrestling product but he's just trying to collect as much money as possible and just you know say screw it <laughs> uh, you know, I'd be surprised if M. Dickey comes out with a much better version of what he has now. But that game's a, that game's atrocious. I can't say that that game's any way good at all. You know, 
in that terms but it's out for the nintendo switch i mean for what it's worth it's not that expensive of a game and i'm talking about action arcade wrestling so you can have fun with it but it it's it does have its negatives in there so you know definitely keep that in mind and i'm just i'm more looking forward and waiting for you know the aew game hopefully before this year is over we will get some news i think it's coming out in 2023 i don't care when i just want to see it i want to be able to play it because the aki engine coming back is a huge deal in the world of video games and wrestling world too so last bit of news that i want to talk about is dotemu good news this time for dotemu it was good news last time when i talked about the um their update patch and everything but with uh windjammers too but this is even more news this you know the game that i've been waiting to play and i'm still waiting to play is coming out they still claim it is coming out later this year um they announced that splinter will be added to the as the, one of the playable characters in the upcoming uh teenage mutant ninja turtle shredders revenge game coming out later this year uh he looks fantastic i think the one my only critique and criticism towards him because of the the visual art style that and the pixel style that they have with the turtles they're all supposed to be kind of almost like a super deformed look version it, it um it almost feels like that that's what they're doing with this that um i kind of wish that they didn't because now you got splinter and splinter from a scaling standpoint you know if the scaling is off like splinter should not be any way that big like he was never as big as the turtles the turtles was always bigger than him so i didn't understand why he is as the same height and in, in mass as the turtles and i think that's a that's a bit of it it, it, it's, it's, it didn't suspend my disbelief of that because if you watch any of the rather the movie the video games the comics whatever um he's not that tall he's huge in this game so i don't know and i know it's because of possibly the way that they scaled all the characters and and the, how they created the pixels but he should he should be a little bit smaller he needs i don't know if this is like the the, the like really like when you talk teenagers like these guys are like 12 or uh, 13 at best but they just look a little too they shouldn't be the same height that's my only beef about that but i i get that they had to do that in order to make sure that you, he's visible enough and all that stuff i but that's the only nitpick that i have with that otherwise he you know move set and everything and 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 uh badassery level he's awesome he looks awesome i'm looking forward to playing with him and i hope this is not the last character that you play a lot of people are asking for casey jones to be a part of it he rightfully so should be in the game but i would love to see jenica from the comic books make uh her appearance as well the, the former foot soldier now um you know mutated uh turtle and now joined the the crew and the first not the first first female turtle but like the only female turtle in the actual uh in the actual group now for those who know saban came out with a female character years ago i believe her name was uh i forgot what they called her in in that in that really god awful uh show <laughs> but there was um there was a character in the saban's version of the turtle series as well um didn't work out as good it was supposed to be like their version of a super sentai series too 
but eh, it was but jenica is the officially there you know the id w comic books version of it and i hope they bring her out because she i've i've read those books she's a great character in her series as well now this is one of those things i hate on social media on our acmg facebook group i won't put him on blast but he has a tendency to do this you know you know, we were talking, people were talking about, you know, how, you know, the, what they loved about this game coming out and, you know, what they wanted to see or who they wanted to see. And, you know, Casey Jones came out like, you know, Casey Jones is one thing, but I want to see Jenica. And what this person apparently say, oh, they, they're coming out with her. You know, they're definitely coming out with her. I'm like, okay, do you have concrete proof of this? Like, I hate when people say that something's going to happen when they don't have any merit of proof that this is happening. This is the part of the internet, people, that I want you to pay attention to. He said that, you know, oh, they're definitely I'm like, and but what confirmation? He could not give me a confirmation, but he felt but he felt the need to flex. I don't know if this is real or not, but he wanted to flex that he had a business degree or whatnot. And based on his business degree now knowledge and degree, and I, I, I question this <laughs> that he feels that they will make that right decision. That is not always true. Not to mention if he have, if he really understands business, that he knows that in business, and I don't have a business degree, but I've taken business enough business courses to get me to do what I'm doing today. If he truly understands business, then he know that there are different business practices within every industry. Not every, like business is not uh, done in the same fashion in all different formats and industries. Different practices happen differently. So in terms of the entertainment industry, it doesn't guarantee that a character is going to come out. And this guy's been wrong before on many different other subjects. And I don't understand why he keeps doing this. But it, the, the, the rinse, rush, repeat of the conversations always go that he makes these accusations. He says he knows from knowledge or he knows he has a source. Doesn't ever understand what this source is. But it just it, it really comes off like Brian Griffin. And how pretentious Brian Griffin can be, but then Stewie always kind of, you know, he calls him out on his stuff, on his on his BS. And this is kind of the situation here. I'm pretty much Stewie in this case, so I had to tell him like, dude, it's not guaranteed that Jenica's is going to be in the uh, in the game. And you can't, no disrespect to your degree if there is a degree, but you can't say that because it, a lot of times they don't think of this stuff like this. And on top of that, he may not have. They may not have the rights and license to use this character. This character, for all we know, could be owned by a particular person in the in IDW. Uh, we don't know this. Nickelodeon also plays a factor in this. Like he was basing it on the fact that Dotemu was making the decisions. No, Dotemu is not making all of the decisions on here. They have the license to make these characters, but they don't all have the license to do every character in the game. I'll give you a great example here. I had on this show um the guys from way forward for um who was doing who was basically doing um river city girls too um well river city girls at the time but i need to get them back for river city girls too and river city zero i actually i really should get in contact with them for that because i'm excited that's coming out soon too but i had them on the show and we talked about this and how they got the rights to use the double dragon you know characters in here and we were talking about getting the Double Dragon twins to be a part of the, you know, uh, Kunio Khan world, which they kind of are. 
but to make them as playable characters. And if you go back into those deals, they'll tell you how the process goes with that. We also got Mike Herman, who's using a lot of the characters from both, like who, who's uh, using the license to use, um, what is it? Matt Mania and, and, and uh, wrestling superstars and all this stuff. But it's also owned by Technos, but Technos is also owned by Arc System Works. So there's only certain things that you're licensed to do. You're not just because you have license to do one thing doesn't mean you have the license to do all of it. So just because they got the initial core turtle characters and, and, and you know and characters from the show, that doesn't mean they're getting everybody. That does not mean that they're getting anybody. They may not be able to get Jenica on there because she may there may be some different stipulations and circumstances on there. So like if you really had understood your business degree then you would know that there are different stipulations and practices done in each one of those deals. So this is why I question him. Um, I like, and this is why I keep telling him, listen to the show, but I think he got a little, he got, the dude got, he, he tends to have a little bit of resentment in this case because it happens all the time. And when I actually, I'm one of those people like, I don't BS people. And if I say I know something, I usually have the, the merit of proof to go with it and my proof is this show i talk to people in the industry all the time and whenever i do have certain people on a show that legitimizes not only myself but what i'm talking about or what we talk about th this dude is nowhere to be seen so he'll he's one of those guys that also when he sees somebody that knows the truth about something he disappears and then all of a sudden what he'll do is that he'll hop on every other facebook group or every other thread or whatever to you know to talk to bs to other people who may not be privy to the information like i would have or somebody who is in the know or connected in the industry would have so this is the part of the internet and social media that i cannot stand okay like why do you have to do that just be real if you don't know you don't know but don't go on social media and try to pretend this is the part where edward megaran kept saying like this is the internet it's not real people don't really hate you or people do hate you and hate because you you know you're doing something that they're not or whatever it's like it's just it's it doesn't have to be that way it does not have to be that way but it is what it is i digress they still have not given a release date for the turtles but they keep saying this year i'm hoping on this i'm thinking it. i predict next couple months we'll get a release date from there because we have to at that point like maybe and possibly by the time uh e3 comes maybe that they'll announce uh, a release date for it or whatever like that. But I'm looking forward to that. This is one of my top games I'm looking forward to. Dotemu has been doing a great job. Uh, Paris, France, period, man. These guys in, in Paris, France have been killing it. Um, and again, appreciate their customer service and they're looking out for and listening to their fans and there too. And, you know, make, correcting mistakes and all the stuff. So I'm I'm all Dotemu right now. You know, they, they've done me um, pretty well so far. So I'm looking, out for, I'm looking forward to that. All right. That will do it for this portion of the show. We're going to take a break, come back, and enter our final stage as I review Sifu for the PlayStation 5. Boy, if you like action and martial arts, you're going to love this. We'll talk about that right after this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dax Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. 
This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go. Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on TalkTimeLive.com. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! gentlemen you have reached the final stage of this program and i am here to review sifu the much anticipated game for the playstation 5 and playstation 4 and let me tell you man first of all i do want to point out i would love to point out here that uh now it's all fine and good but the first this game was scheduled to come out on sunday which i thought was weird because games don't normally release on sunday but if you pre-ordered the game you get a uh you get like 40 uh what is it you get 40 um 48 hour you know you uh you get 48 hours earlier to release the game and you were expected to get it at seven o'clock a.m and something happened they claimed there was something some issues with the playstation network that was occurring so uh, nobody got to play it at 7 a.m. And I think it took until like three or four o'clock in the afternoon to play. But we still got to play it the same day in like two days early, which was still good. But uh, people were so pissed about that. And it was one of those situations like you can't. I mean, these things happen. These things happen. Um, I don't know to what end uh, this is slow caps first uh, game that they put together. But let me tell you, by the time we got to play this game i think people forgot about what happened prior to because this game here is ridiculous i mean ridiculous in a great way if you love movies like john wick the raid uh kill bill this game is for you let me tell you first of all what they did packing seven gigs of memory space into this game in terms of presentation it is unbelievable i love this game um they, what i loved about this game too is at the beginning so basically before i even get too deep in it the story of this game is is a, it's a revenge tale uh it's a tale of vengeance if you will um you got this character who father was a uh, huge martial artist and he, you know and these band of mercenaries or assassins come at you and kills everybody in your clan and your dojo and your family and lo and behold they take out the master of the dojo who just happens to be your father you're a kid you're hiding away you're seeing all this happen the head guy who's who's um the main dude or i guess the the bill of the group notices that you're there and decides to get one of his guys to slice your throat as a kid and you're just lying there bleeding to the ground somehow you survived 
you're 20 years old now you're a skilled martial artist and now you want to get vengeance on uh you want to take vengeance on them and you know avenge the death of not only your father but everybody in, in your clan he goes out on a single journey facing hordes of different uh guys and the five individuals who you know basically took him down so he's going through all these different things now the twist to this the twist to this is that there's an angle here there's a big angle here you got about like five yen coins if you will and you're fighting through this entire game and if you lose you lose a yen coin but you also not only lose you lose years of your life in here in a single moment by losing to these people so you start off 20 and i think if you go to like at least age 70 at best then you're pretty much dead the key here is to learn your techniques is to learn your martial arts and they have this this control scheme and combat system and this play mechanics that relies on you to use offense and defense strategically and you need to be quick with it in order to do it this is not a game for everybody in a sense like if you're just trying to come in and play this game and just get adjusted to it no they want you to learn how to play this game masterfully if you're not one of those people who have the time to put into this type of game this may not be for you <laughs> because this is not a, just a straight up beat em up this is a beat em up with purpose you have to learn how to like real martial arts you have to learn how to dodge you got to learn how to uh evade and and uh block at times too so they require you to practice 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 as if you were practicing true martial arts skills you do develop new martial arts skills along the way um and debate the, the the key thing for you to do is to stay alive to deflect and to take down everybody before they take down you before you get too old to be able to get through this game now i say this because the way that they did this is so different than any other beat em up that you've ever played and it brings a handicap and a challenge to it which is actually really well done this has the intensity level of metroid dread in a sense that like if you don't learn techniques good enough then chances are you're gonna have a, a difficult time getting through this game but once you learn how to use all of your elements pretty well the difficulty level isn't entirely that difficult but it's still challenging but it, this is really really challenging <laughs> i will say this um because i mean as i'm looking at this now you go through hell like i'm telling you now i have not gotten through this game entirely yet because it takes a lot of technique to get into and you got to learn how to dodge and move and all this stuff and then as you go along too and the thing is too i think the, the more challenging part is the fact that you you have to get through the stages and keep remain young you have to get through these stages without getting too old because if you get too old if you get too old then apparently you will you will not be able to sustain it you, you're you're gonna be um how can i say this you're gonna wind up being too old to take pain but at the same time the other thing about this is that you become a little bit more powerful than you did before because you've mastered all the, the skills and you know how to strike better 
but you still have to learn how to dodge and get through these type of situations. So this is a really challenging, complex, you know, brawler and, and, and beat em up that you had to go through. But I, it's one of those things where like, even if you lose, you just want to keep going. You want to keep going at it. But if you're like a person who doesn't have the time to just, you just want to pick up and play type of, um, you know, beat em up game. Unfortunately, this is not that it. But what I will say is that this game will provide enough story and narrative to make you want to get through it. Like, again, if th there are parts of this that is like Kill Bill, there's parts of this is like John Wick, and there's parts of this that is like the raid. And you will find yourself really getting immersed into the story and wanting to get through this so you can see how far this goes. Now, the other thing that was great about this game is that you have direction, you know, direction of virtue, meaning you could go get, you could take revenge and kill everybody that is wronged you and wronged your clan, or you could spare them. And depending on how you handle that, you'll get a different aspect. You could also avoid going through different areas too. There's shortcuts that you get to, to avoid certain fights that'll help prolong your situation a lot better. So, this game is i love it i love it but i will say it's not for everybody and i think that's the situation because we talked about i talk about on a weekly basis like you got you know do you want games that are always challenging you especially if they got a great story do you or do you want games that will that you just want to enjoy that you want to enjoy the story of it unfortunately if this is a game that i would say that did you really want to enjoy the story of it you would you're gonna have to it's, they're gonna make you earn it and if you just want to enjoy the story aspect like because you know a lot of games out there will have a, a difficulty setting that'll just allow like we just talked about metroid metroid dread now has rookie mode that allows you to slightly enjoy the story aspect and breeze through the challenge and not be too um frustrated with what's going on this sifu is not that game sifu is like look we believe in challenge more than story aspect we have a story in there for you, but you got to earn it. You really got to earn it. <laughs> so I'm not in, entirely frustrated, but I did wish that they have a little bit of more of a learning curve to get through this a lot better because the learning, the, the techniques that you got to learn is above average in terms of complexity in, in technique and all like you get through it. But like they, the AI in this game is it could be relentless sometimes. And if you're around a horde or like a gang of different people trying to come at you and then you got also projectiles coming at you, you got bottles being thrown at you and you got to dodge that or even try to catch it and fling it back. You got that, too. Um, I think one of the things that I kind of don't like is that when I wish that they would allow is that if you gain enough experience points to be able to acquire different movesets and techniques, I kind of wish that they will allow you to keep those techniques regardless of what you would like. It will just unlock. So even if you start the game to another part, just to gain more points that it would allow you to gain that so you could get better, to, you know, through the game. No, they, they don't sugarcoat around. They like, nope, you got to start from scratch. You got to acquire all these moves again. And if you get through the, the, um, the stage, then you get to keep them. They're also, um, now the only way you can really keep them is if you have them as permanent moves in order to get them permanently you have to earn enough experience points now you can't earn enough experience points if you're not getting too far of the game 
So it's it's a little bit tricky in that sense. And it's hard for it's going to be hard for you to get through um, in an advanced point. Hopefully, I don't know if they're going to change that down the line, or if they're going to add a different you know aspect of the game. I'm pretty sure this is not the last time we're going to see them do this. I don't know if they're going to add a a difficult. I don't know. I don't even know where fans are at with this game. I, I know there are some fans who will like this type of challenge, but I know there are fans that might get turned off by this as well. And it's sad because I actually do like the game. I actually do and I appreciate what they did with the game, but I still wish that they would provide. I still wish that they would provide a little bit more leeway, you know, a little bit more ease into this game. Like, I don't want to be that challenge into the game. And then there are people I like I talked about this with Matt Popper from NT Creates um, just a few weeks ago when we talked about the fact that, you know, we want you to be challenged, but you also we want you to have a choice of being challenged and to enjoy the game aspect. Like, what's the point of putting in a story if you make it hard enough to get through the story, you know? But if you want to be challenged, that's fine. If you just want to enjoy the story, that should be fine too. Most games, game companies are practicing, you know, doing that practice now. Uh, this one just said, no, nah, we're, we, we're going to make you go for it. We're going to make you fight for it. So you can tell that these guys are some like old school gamers. <laughs> it's his best but for what it's worth sifu provides a lot of in, in terms of um in terms of storytelling in terms of uh character development and gameplay the gameplay is it's 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 challenging but it's really fun um i do like it because a lot of the moves that he does is very reminiscent of moves that you see in recent modern martial arts films and uh, it's, it's really well done. The story is actually intriguing enough. It draws you right in. I do, like I said, I like the fact that you're playing the main bad guy at the very beginning, almost in the same fashion as you, uh, like you did with the Force Unleashed, where you played Darth Vader, uh, Darth Vader at the very beginning. And um, he, you got to really see how, you know, all the all the moves work and all the stuff. So they went in that same level too. But boy, you're going to be... Um, you're gonna you're in for a you're in for a ride with this one there's also focus moves as well which is kind of like your your super moves in a fighting game where if you hit the l the uh the l2 button it'll everything will block out and you'll have a time to add on uh different techniques you know extra techniques that'll be able to uh, gain you gain the advantage of you can block as much as you want but you got a block a block engage that if you block for too long it will break you and you'll uh, break through so the best bet is to try to parry the move so you can break his moving gain the advantage on it but like it gets really stiff and i'm looking at it for, i'm looking at the youtube clip right now of this game um this this i'm at the final battle of this game looking at the youtube clip it gets really intense like you're really like i said you're really gonna have to practice to play this game this is not going to be for everybody, but it's not. It is giving you a a good amount of fun to play. This game gives you a lot to work with. It has a lot of depth. It has a lot of you know um, options and 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 and, and levels and, and dimension to it. Um, the gameplay is a lot of fun, but you know to really master it, you're like it's on hard mode at all times. <laughs> okay, so um, with that said. You know, if I, if I were to give this, you know, because I, I, I'm reaching to the end of this, um, but it's going to take a minute for me to play. But I'm I'm enjoying it, but I would enjoy it better if I was able to enjoy it the way I want to enjoy it. You know, if I want to be challenged, let me 
practice to be challenged at this point. Um, there's not going to be a lot of people. Oh, I should also add that there's a photo mode in here too, which is really awesome uh, in this game too. So uh, it, th this thing has a lot to offer. Um, but I'm going to say this is not a game. It's not a, uh, a beat em up game for everybody. Like, do I play this or do I play Streets of Rage 2? I mean, Streets of Rage 4 and have a lot of fun with it. Uh, Streets of Rage 4 is going to be a lot more fun because you, you're going to be able to play it the way you want it. You know, either or. Both games are great, but uh, if I'm going to give this a grade, it probably won't be the same grade as like Streets of Rage 4 or whatever like that. This game is going to get a B plus for me. I think if they give, you know, ease up on a, on a learning curve a bit and make it a little bit more fun to play, I think people will be able to enjoy it and enjoy every aspect of what they wanted people to enjoy in this game. But you're going to have to, like I said, the key to this is that you're going to have to work slow, um, slow clap, which is the company that created this kudos to them. They did an awesome job. I believe they're another Paris, France company as well. This is an incredible uh, game. If this was their first game, I don't know if it was, but if this is their first, this is a hell of a first game to start. And again, they packed all this into seven gigs, which makes me believe that this is not an exclusive PlayStation game, which it looks like it is. But if it's not down the line, I can see this easily on a Nintendo Switch. And by then, I hope it'll be an, um, you know, user or player friendly enough for everybody to enjoy. So honestly, this is a great game, but I don't think it's for everybody. But this is a damn, damn, damn good game and with a movie quality and presentation that a lot of those John Wick, you know, the Raid and Kill Bill fans will love. So go out and check it out. It's available now on a PlayStation and PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. Folks, that will do it for me. Um, that is going to do it again. Thank you guys who uh, are listening to the show. All our new listeners out there. Uh, again, thank you to Megan Rand. Happy birthday to my wife. And I mentioned Matt Papa. I got to say congratulations. He actually is leaving he announced that he is leaving into creates after seven years i don't know what he's doing now but whatever he's doing uh, i wish him the very best he is literally responsible for helping to get into create games into america and the way that they are he's the one that's been traveling left and right to do it is he's had an awesome road with this he's still going to be in japan it looks like sounds like he got another uh, gig. I don't know to what end he's going to be um, working, but he said he's not out of video games, not by a long shot. So it's going to be interesting to see where he's going to be next. But whoever gets him is going to be damn lucky to have him. So I'm looking forward to his next road and to see where this goes next. But congratulations to him um, next week. Not next week. I don't know what I'm doing next week. For this. Oh, wait, you know, what? I do. I do. I believe King of Fighters comes out next week that will be my choice people stay tuned for that um because this is the moment of truth with that game and i guarantee i'm gonna have a much more easier experience doing martial arts on that game than this it is so stay tuned for that um this week batwoman hunted is arriving so i believe i'm going to be um reviewing that and then also uh what is it next week next week um uncharted comes out you know, starring uh, Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. So finally get to step in that world and see what that's about in there too. So stay tuned for all that. We got that covered next week and all that stuff. So we, we got you all covered. If you like this episode and every episode of Select Start and our Prime Talk Time Live show that you can hear Mega Rand's theme music that he made for me on there, 
every week. You can check us out on TalkTimeLive.com. You can check out all of our podcasts, our audio podcast episodes, as well as an easy place to find all the video interviews as well on there. You can also see the repop panels that I did from last year, and we'll see what I'll be doing this year with them as well. So stay tuned for that. Um, we also have blogs and content. There will be new blogs coming up soon because I just got knowledge that a uh, order that I asked for since I went to New York Comic Con is finally arriving and I believe it might come next week. So get ready. There's going to be some new blog entries coming for there too. And I also have uh, the blog entry I got to do for Dotemu as well. So stay tuned for that and much, much more. If you want to subscribe and download all of your favorite podcast platforms, you could do so on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn, Audible, Pandora, Pocket Cast, and of course, all of you in Tumblr over there. So thank you. And uh, that'll do it for me on behalf of myself. This is Dak Xavier Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra. We are out here in his Wagyu beef time, people. Take care, and I'll talk to you guys on Sunday. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.